This show has been brought to you by Machine Culture. is Danny Schill. And I'm Dan Muller. And we host the podcast We Book Celebrities. We book all kinds of celebrities, even though we're not that great at it. But we've had some success. Glenn Danzig, for instance. Yeah, you guys know. We've also had DJ Khaled. You can see the blessings in my house, my family, my musical garden, and Florida. Oh, wow. That's the end of the expert. Tanya Harding, Steven Seagal, and Meatloaf. Dick Cheney always says, one of my best friends. You and Dick, huh? Oh, yeah. I was there when he shot that guy in the face. I had to run off because I had priors. But Yeah. So please listen to We Book Celebrities on the Machine Culture Network. <laughs> Martha Reddick, and I'm the host of the podcast Chronicles of Nannia, a nanny resource podcast made for nannies by me, a nanny. Each week on Chronicles of Nannia, I'm joined by a guest to discuss topics related to nannying. From how to build the perfect fort to how to legally pay your taxes, we cover it all. If you've ever accidentally told your friend, I need to potty, this podcast is for you. See you on the playground. Don't impress me much So you got the brains But have you got the touch Now don't get me wrong Yeah, I think you're alright Oh yeah Oh, that's right You're listening to another sweet and sexy episode of Impress Me With Music, brought to you by Dave Metz and me, Mary Novohovsky. And this week's episode is all about pumping it up. And our first song is King Kuta by Kendrick Lamar. I got a bone to pick. I don't want you monkey mouth motherfucker sitting in my throne again. I'm mad. But I ain't stressing. True friends. One question. Bitch, where you and I was walking? Now I run a game, got the whole world talking. King Kuta, everybody wanna cut the legs off him. Kuta, black man taking no losses. Oh, yeah. Bitch, where you and I was walking? Now I run a game, got the whole world talking. King Kuta, everybody wanna cut the legs off him. What's up, everybody? Uh, that's uh, King Kuta by Kendrick Lamar off of To Pimp a Butterfly. And that was my track, my pick. So, a um, couple of announcements. Um, so, this week's playlist is called Pump It Up. We're pumping up uh, the music. Music that gets you pumped, you know? Shit you listen to before you go do something that you maybe need a little bit of an energy boost. You sound so pumped right now, Dave. I'm very pumped. Um, we're also in the studio for the first time. That's right, we're in the studio. Ooh, ooh. Yeah, so... Everything should sound super crisp and clear. Uh, also, this is us still trying to figure out how to use uh, 
equipment that's better than us. Yeah, this equipment is far above what we should have. I was supposed to introduce that first track. I can't even hear you. Turn your mic up a little bit. Turn my mic up? Man, turn up. So, um... We're, we've talked a lot about Kendrick Lamar on uh, this uh, on this podcast before. Um, why'd you pick this song, Mary? I, I love this track. Uh, I remember when this album came out. I think it was 2015, right? That was the summer. Uh, that was the summer right. of To yeah, Pimp a Butterfly. Uh, this was just blaring out of every single like car radio that summer. I mean, this is, to me, the ultimate pump-up track on the album. Everything about this is like... All about fucking pumping it up, getting ready. Yeah, I mean the music video. Oh, the music if you watch video, that music super video tight. And your dick doesn't get hard. There's something wrong with you. Yeah, my dick got hard like three or four times throughout the music video. Um, so you were gonna, you were trying to motion to me for something. What's up? Uh, I don't know. I'm not motioning to you anymore. I was trying to tell you that everything's your fault. Stop blaming me for problems. Oh, uh, that is definitely true. So, um, I mean, this, like, even if you listen to the lyrics, this song is just a fundamental, like, now I run the game, got the whole world talking King Kunta. Yeah, you know I what mean, I'm saying? It, you know what I'm saying? It definitely has that vibe of, like, um, oh, fuck you, you didn't believe in me. You know what I mean? Like, bitch, where you and I was walking. Oh, yeah. I was gonna kill a couple rappers, but they did it to themselves. Everybody's suicidal, they don't even need my help. The shit is elementary. I'll probably go to jail if I shoot at your identity and bounce to the left. What? So, I mean, he's like bouncing around, you're like moving around, you're chilling, you got the windows rolled, you got one foot out the car, you're stealing with one hand. You know what I'm saying? This is a pump up jam. Now, are you uh, familiar with the uh, the theory that a lot of people have that um, some of the lines in the song are about Drake? Huh. I am not familiar with this theory. Um, something about um, the go- there's a part where he talks about ghostwriters. Like most of y- y'all are sharing b- bars. Like he got the bottom bunk in a two man cell. Like bars being like rhymes. Um, which, you know, much like the world of stand-up comedy, the world of rap is uh, one where plagiarism is essentially the biggest sin you can commit. Oh, yeah. Oh, I just, I'm like reading through the lyrics and I just remembered another one I really like. Life ain't that. shit but a fat vagina. Yeah, what do you, what, life ain't shit but a fat <laughs> vagina. That's I love true. that. Yes, that's what it's about. <laughs> All right, well, I'm going to play uh, my first pop-up song and, um, Mary, you know this is my pop-up song because I played it on the way to, uh, like, a show the other day. So uh, Yeah, Dave does a lot of shows. <laughs> not really, but this was on the way to one of my few shows that I get to do. I played this, so let's, let's All right, pump let's, it up. Let's see what this be. Pump it up. Pump up. Flying boy in the hood, 
Okay, so that is Hardened Duh Paint by Waka Flocka Flame off of Flocka Belly. What do you think, Mary? What do you think of that song? I mean, it's a good pump-up track. I mean, what do I think of the overall quality of the song? I don't know, man. You don't know? I don't know. I mean, it's a fun song. It's like a... It's like a fun... Is it trap? Will this be considered trap? What is uh, this? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, is, it's a fun uh, trap track. Dave Maher got me feeling all self-conscious last week. What about saying trap? I don't know. He was he was too correct. He came way too correct. He, he came way too correct. correct Great sometimes. episode. Everyone should listen to that one. But still, he came too correct. I just... I didn't like it. He was too woke. I don't care for that. Yeah, because here we like to be just woke enough. Yeah, I'm sleepy. Oh, don't don't try and wake me up. What the fuck? Yeah, I stay sleepy. <laughs> this um, is this is this is a fun song. This is a fun song. You got any is, fun stories about this? I I don't know much about this track. Okay, so this was the first Waka Flocka Flame song. Um, this is what kind of put him on the map a little bit. Although having a mom that was an agent in the hip hop industry certainly doesn't hurt. But um, hot goss, hot goss. What? I don't know, just that his mom got him on. I know. There is something about that that is just so incredibly, you know? My mom. I mean, and he's talking about, like, actually, he just said it. He's talking about, like, having automatic weapons and shit like that. It's like, dude, you were born into a music industry family. It's like, you know how we all felt when uh, Tom Hanks' son was a rapper? And we were like, what a goofball. Okay, that's more or less what Waka Flocka Flame is. Yeah, he's just a goofball. And, but I, when he's goofy, I fucking love it. Though. Wait, didn't Tom Hanks' son do a rip on a Waka Flocka Flame song? Wait, who's Black and Yellow? No, that's Wiz Khalifa. Ah, oh, damn it. I know. If only Dave Marr were here to call you out. <laughs> oh, this flaka, is the flaka, worst part flaka, of the song. Waka, flame. What, what the fuck is this? I don't know. I love the idea of just rapping. Mary, 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 Nova, 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 Husky, Mary, 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 Dave Metz. Oh, man. Being a, like a rapper that, like, that can be, like, that bad at rapping... And still be a very successful artist. I mean, you you got your shit made. I hope Waka Flocka Plan well, the, the production is Waka Plaka Flocka 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 Okay, the, it's produced by it's produced guy by a guy named. Do you want to know or not? Yes, I do. I'm just really enjoying these mics. So it's produced by a guy named um, Lex Luger. Lex Luger. It's like Lex Luthor, like the Superman villain, and then a, like a gun, a Luger. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So, uh, here, okay, so it's produced on Fruity Loops, which at the time was, like, unheard of, that you would produce a song on, like, a very cheap, shitty European techno program. But, like, okay, so people were doing it, but they weren't, no one had a hit. And then this was, like, the first, like, Fruity Loops hit song at least that I'm aware of. I love it. It pumps me up. That beginning part, like right before the drums drop, that love that. I fucking love that. Um, he knows how to put the song together. All right, Mary, so the next one is yours. Are you ready? 
It's my track? It is. Alright, let's do this. Play my song, bitch. I don't like it. Okay, because it, it like, yeah, it just it messes with my focus. Hold well, on, give me another second with this song. Are you ready? Are you ready? What? That's Lil Wayne featuring Eminem, Drop the World, and that is on Lil Wayne's album Rebirth. I love this track. And I know it's a weird, it's a weird one. There's a lot of like kind of strange rock uh, fusion tracks on this album that are definitely garbage. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Do you remember when Lil Wayne was picking up the guitar? Yeah, yeah. This was like when Lil Wayne was like, I'm a rapper, but I'm also a rock star. Give me my guitar, man. Yeah, but uh, I, I, I really like this. This is also kind of Eminem coming back in the mix around 2010. Yeah. I think this is when he released that one of those first sobriety albums. Yes. Uh, that dropped, and they're just both aggressive here. The Yes. And I love that aggression. And when I think pump up, like you can pump up for different things. Like King Kunta, that's like pumping up for like a night on the town. Really? Like, yeah, to me, King Kunta, I'm like pumping up. To, like, this is like I'm pumping up for a battle. Yeah. I'm, like pumping up to fight somebody. Sure. Or I'm like pumping myself back up, like when I'm sad. This is definitely on all my like depressed playlists. When I can't do Elliot Smith anymore, I just like need something to cut, cut through like the pity party, and then I I go in here, and then this sort of like picks me back up. It's definitely a, a pick me up song for sure. Sure. Um, well, let me say say this. So when Eminem got sober. He uh, was interviewed, and people were like, well, now you're back in the game. Like, who do you want to work with? And the first name on the list was Lil Wayne. And I actually, and I think that was, I was living in Taiwan at the time, so it must have been like 2009, 2010. And I remember thinking like, God, I can't believe those two guys have never worked together before, you know? Because while Eminem was gone, because during that period of time, man, Eminem released, God, just dog shit, bullshit shit. You know what I mean? Like, um, that song you did with Akon, um, I'm gonna fuck you, I think? I don't remember. Right. It doesn't matter. Yeah, he, he did some real garbage for a minute. Yeah, I think Snoop Dogg was on that. Anything, the Akon album is bullshit. But, um, yeah, so, he came back and he's like sober, and when you get to the Eminem verse, you're like, oh shit, Eminem isn't just back. Eminem is like a whole new machine, and anything Eminem has put out since this song, his he has essentially like redefined a fast rap flow. I mean, 
When the Eminem part comes, hold on, let me let me play it, play a little bit more of the song. Man, it feels like these walls. Yeah. I love this yeah, like, chorus head. So and this, this is so, is great, so pimp up. I'm gonna pimp the world up and I'm gonna drop it on your fucking head. And I could die now, rebirth, motherfucker. Hop up in my spaceship and leave Earth, motherfucker. I'm gone. Yeah, the chorus is fucking sick. Motherfucker, I'm gone. Alright. Alright, the Eminem. This is just the bridge. He's gonna go super fast after this. What? There it goes. This roof is caving in, but it's time to raise it then You're tasing them with like pages in My poker rhymes got them cooking, boy This crooked mind of mine got them all shook and scared To look in my eyes, I stole that fucking clock I took the time and I came up What the fuck, pretty much you know? Open, but fuck this game up, better be careful when you bring my name up Fuck this fame, that ain't what I came to claim But the game ain't gonna be the same on the day that I leave it I swear one way or another I'ma make these fucking haters believe it I swear to God, won't spare the ride I'm a man of my words, so your fucking head's better I mean, like, so, like, Rap God, you know, like, um, shit, like, even, I, like, Love the Way You Lie, I mean, like, the Eminem that comes out, you know, after that, it's just, he raps so much fucking faster, his wordplay is ins- so much better. It's insane, yeah, I just, I'm just reading the lyrics on Genius, and it's just crazy. Yeah, this song is great. This is a great pump up song, and I, I like how now, you know, what you did is you kind of, you know, took pump up in another direction. You know, pump yourself up when you're you're down. You know, pump up can mean more than just getting ready to go fight or something. Right, and this is like both of these guys are coming out of slumps around this time when this is released, and I can't say that the rest of this album, like the rest of Rebirth, measures up because it's really pretty much a piece of trash. Oh yeah, it, it sounds like shit that like somebody in Corn would have written it and then taken it to Jonathan Davis, and he would have been like, "No, come on, we're better than this." <laughs> right, you know? but this track is really powerful, and it's Eminem that. That honestly brings it together. That and the hook is so great. Yeah, the hook is great. All right, let's let's keep going. Let's, let's move it okay, on. So I'm gonna change. You're gonna, gonna totally change tone. Totally change it. All right. Planet by Modest Mouse off of the album The Moon in Antarctica. So I picked this for a very specific reason. So one definition to me of like a pump-up jam is a jam that helps you get work done. 
the shit you put on when you, you know, hey, you, you got a lot of shit to do on your computer, you're cleaning your apartment, whatever it might be. This is such an out of left field track for you to put on any playlist. I never would have expected a Modest Mouse track out of you, I think, on anything. Yeah, so, okay, so I have this one Modest Mouse record, which is this one, and I never really dug Modest Mouse that much. I mean, I kind of like them. That like Good news for people that love bad news. That one's decent. You know, it's a good pop kind of indie rock album. But uh, this album, I don't know, man. I get, like, emotional and shit. Like, this is an album that, like, gets me to, like, focus. I put the record on, just like I was talking about in the Mar episode. You know, I can't, I don't, I, I don't get up because the record's playing. I don't want to move the needle. And I listen to this whole, so- this whole album all the way through. And this is the first track on the album. So when I hear this, I'm, like, in work mode. Right. I can see that. It's still hard for me to see this as pump up. I think people mistake Modest Mouse as just a chill indie rock band, but I actually really loved uh, their first couple studio albums that they released because they were really fucking grungy. Like if you listen to the Lonesome Crowded West, which was, I think that was the second album they came out with. They have uh, a few tracks on there like, Jesus Christ was an only child. Like it, it's, oh, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, that. they go, they go hard. They like clearly are trying to do some Nirvana Pearl Jam fusion. Oh, the, this bridge is definitely. definitely yeah. Oh, I love that song. Yeah. Oh my God, I haven't heard that song. Shout out. T.J. Kaczynski, uh, high school <laughs> friend of mine that played me for the performing. Right, and so I listen to that because that came out, I think, in like 1997. So, so that I, was. I think it might have been a little later than that, but no, yeah. No, no, no. So Lonesome, Lonesome Crowded West is 97. Holy shit, you're right. Oh my yeah, God. Yeah, Lonesome Crowded West is 97. So, you know, that was recorded in Olympia, Washington, which makes a lot of sense in terms of how much more fucking grungy right. oh, yeah. their Olympia first few is studio like albums the real are. Capital. Right. And so, like, I mean, I think that's their best album. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's their best album. I mean, they came out, like, later, you know, with, like, people love, um, fuck, what's this one? The Moon in Antarctica, right? This is the Moon in Antarctica, which I feel like People like this is is a long drive for someone with nothing to think about. That's another one people like. God, they really have terrible album names. Uh, they do. I liked this as a long drive for someone with nothing to think about. Here, here's that's the that's other actually thing their too. first I mean, this, one. Shit, that's all. Ninety six, man. Yeah, that's their first album. It was recorded in ninety five, released in ninety six. Also, did they in, go in to Olympia. Evergreen State University? That's uh, Olympia. I don't know. I'll check them out. But so it's funny because even if you look at the classification, their first album, which has like a tracks like a manic depressive okay it's got tracks like a manic depressive name laughing boy you know classic grunge title tracks right uh that fucking yeah that was done in 95 that was all recorded in 95 it's crazy how long they've been around because float on is nothing like that oh and this is also classified as punk rock so if you look at their albums they just start being classified as indie rock after the first couple sure and then but like this was when they were still like punk rock grunge because it's a far departure from like float you think on when they were jamming in the uh in their garage in olympia washington in the mid 90s they were like one day we will write a song that gets oh, sampled right. by Lupe Fiasco already we're all 
Like I'm pretty sure that's probably a Billboard hit. Like that track was. Yeah, I mean it was that was played on twice because fucking Loopy Fiasco sampled it, and made another hit out of it. That's how fucking big that song was. That's crazy. I mean, we should probably we should move on to the next one. We've totally gone away from Third Planet. I don't have a lot to say about that track. I mean, it's nice. It's not my favorite Modest Mouse. It's the only non-rap song on this entire fucking playlist. So, oh man, you just gave it away. <laughs> There's only one way to pump yourself up, and rap music pump, is pretty much it. Jam, pump it up. When we edit, which we won't edit, I'm gonna try and make Dave put Technotronic in again. All right, so. Um, Next one is It's Mary's. my track. Yeah, let's do this. Yeah. Remember when my first meal was school lunch? Now I spent a 16 straight with no punch. Remember all the dinner all we ate was Captain Crunch? Now we blow big blunts on our way to brunch. We're from good fella to commissary slips. Now I got back up, man, every time I slept. Never ever quit, I just kept on pursuing. Teacher always asked me, what was I doing? Scribbled in my notebook and never did homework. Low attention spans, cause these Adderall work. Rock Tommy Hill shirts, runs with the boat. Rock four kicks way before we even smoke. Used to have baby lungs choking when I hit it. Nowadays, makes a whole seven in a sitting. Remember back then, man, we thought we grown up. Rushing at a kid just to be grown up. That is the wonderful Danny Brown, and the track is titled "Grown Up." And I'm gonna I'm gonna fuck up the album. It is on "Grown Up." It's yeah. "Grown Up" off "Grown Up." Yes, I got it. Uh, I love this song. I love this song, Dave. I think it's a great pump up track. Oh yeah, I I fucking love this song. I put this on every playlist. In uh, you know 2012 that I made uh, in, in into 2014 I still look for excuses to put this on playlists. Um, the thing a lot of people don't know about this song is it's on no album. So Danny Brown had you know released XXX. So it's just had a, a single, right? Tapes, and it was well known in the hip hop world that Danny Brown was going to release a major label album. And then he released this single, and not just a single, but a music video and an edited version of the song, which was played on the radio. And so I have to say that when uh, Old, the album, came out, I was a little disappointed because I thought it was going to be more like this, more like Grown Up. And I've learned to love Old. Don't get me wrong. I love it. But this song is just perfect you know it is a perfect song and there's a little bit of everything in it there's some pump up there's some nostalgia this kind of gets you going uh probably play this one in the delivery room (laughs) you think so i don't know we've got to make a delivery room playlist we should have an app closer closer to my due date we'll do shit we're gonna play in the delivery room to irritate the medical professionals well how are you feeling right now with the pregnancy Oh, man, I feel pregnant as fuck. What's that I'm, feel like? I, mean, I just get bigger and bigger every day. Now i got to pee, like, every 45 minutes um, because my child just, like, kicks me in the bladder. It's nuts. I mean, you're, you just have no control over what your body's going through, which I think is the craziest part. You can't, you can't be like... You really, you can really only energize yourself so much, which is why I thought pump up is so good. Because like I have to, I can only psychologically control how I feel. Like I can do things to feel better physically, try and like 
stay active, walk around, stretch, do that shit, eat better. But for the most part, it's all like it's a it's a mental game from here on out. This last uh, trimester, playing mental games with me and my baby. Yeah, I mean, it's, how do you it, feel? I mean, you're gonna be a dad. Well, you know, for me, it's all mental right now. Although I have gained about twenty pounds, but that's <laughs> that's just you and uh, that's. I mean, I've, I've gained more than you. I don't want to talk about it, but I've gained more than 20 pounds. It, it, it ain't no good. Um, okay, so what I will say is, um, for me, like, we're walking over here to the, the studio, and... Um, we're going to release some studio pictures, with it, just so people know for sure that this isn't just, like, a garage we're hanging out in. We're in a real deal studio, Yeah, guys. suck a dick, Mark Marin. <laughs> you in a garage? <laughs> Um, what, what I will say is, uh, you know, now it's, it's like, uh, I see, we were walking over here and I saw two dads with their kids, one with a son, one with a daughter. And I just, I'm like excited. Like I get filled with this like feeling of just like immense happiness, excitement. Like, I don't mean to sound like a little bitch here, but I feel like I want to cry a little bit, like a little, like a joyful cry. I'm I'm really looking forward to it, you know. Although she's going to be a little hellraiser because she's our kid. There's no way around that. Right. I mean, we don't deserve anything but a hellraiser. Yeah, that's true. For what we've done to our parents, like we deserve a child who just tests every limit. Probably. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe she's, she's just like the sweetest. I'm sure she's going to be the sweetest. All right, no one wants to to hear this. She's going to be the sweetest, just the sweetest. All right, Dave, let's pump this up. Pump up the jam. Put on your next track. Pump, 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 pump. Yep, next one is yours. I don't know this song. I played this for you. All right, let's see what this shit is. What's the grand to a motherfucker like me? Can you please remind me? Shit, I remind you, still behind you, but five inside you. Better chill out without that bullshit. You must be crying. Leave him in the streets with his shoelaces missing, his socks above his feet. Oh. Pistol holding gonorrhea, niggas eat, eat. Oh. So drop, rock drop, yeah. dot drop, yeah. black hippie TDE. Uh-huh. Well, fuck it, nigga, let's go pee. Yeah, this is the best part. ADHD. So this is Nightmare and Fig Street who, who, by uh, Schoolboy Q. Who, who, who? Off of uh, his uh, first album, Habits and Contradictions. Mary, first thoughts on the song? Um, uh, it's fine. I mean, this is just like, you know, I, I, I can see why it pumps you up. This is just like dark, like a dark rap song to me. It, nothing about it like super stands out. This wouldn't be my favorite Schoolboy Q track. Well, what is your favorite Schoolboy Q track? I don't know, that one that the one everybody likes. Let me look it up. I don't Color know school greens, like you that well. Um, also, I don't know if you guys know this, but when you're pregnant, you start losing gray matter. Dave reminds me of this all the time. So yeah, pregnant ladies are dumb. Okay, it's just true. I think hands on the wheel. 
Oh, okay. So that's on this album. Hands on the wheel. And what's weird is because that is um, kind of an interpolation of a, another song, as is this, because this begins with the lyrics of uh, N-Words in Paris. Oh, see, I like Hands on the Wheel because it mixes pop and rap, and that's one of my favorite mixes. Oh, you we like need... to mix pop and rap? I do like to mix like pop to mix and rap. I don't really rap. like to. Well, N-Word in Paradise is rap and Paradise. rap. Whoa. In Paris. Paris, thank you. We're allowed to go there. <laughs> Please edit everything I say. <laughs> Cut me out and put in someone else. I've been trying to do that for the last year and a half. So, oh, and now we're married. Oh shit! <laughs> oh, check uh, it out now. The um, chubby, chubby, doo doo doo. All right. You still going? Okay. So, um, okay. So here's here's what's weird to me about this song, right? Um. This is a good song. I'm sorry for shitting on it earlier and also cutting you off just now. Yeah. Okay. So I used to live on Fig Street in L.A., and it was a very uh, scary street because it was filled with Chinese students that went to USC. It's a very long road. So Fig is, I think, the longest road in Los Angeles, no, and it becomes Sunset, Route 66, Route 66. Sunset is the longest road. In, uh, I don't know. Google that right I now. I read an article about it in the LA Times. Hold on. I'm going to look this up. Because Figueroa becomes Route 66. Yes. Which then ultimately Sunset makes it. Sunset becomes Cesar Chavez Boulevard. Oh, boy. All right, Dave. Keep talking about this song okay, while so, I prove um, you wrong. What, you want to bet something on it? Oh, man. Dinner? Oh, who buys dinner? Yeah. Because, uh, you know, Max isn't paying for his dinner. So oh, someone's no. going to have to his, pay for Max. His girlfriend's just... coming, too, you know. Oh, fuck. This is a serious bet. Okay. So what happens if we're both wrong? Okay, wait. Then nothing. What is it? <laughs> Sepulveda. Oh, okay, that, uh, somebody's pulling some sort of weird technicality. I straight up read an article in the LA Times about it. Okay, and I straight up read an article that it was Figueroa. And yeah, now what was I'm that, looking at Wikipedia. LA Weekly? Yeah, a place where I was employed as a subcontractor. <laughs> All right, so Sepulveda is 42.8 miles in length, making the longest street in the city and county of Los Angeles. Yeah, whatever. Um, so Fig Street, did you call it Fig Street or did you call it Figueroa? Uh, I kind of lived off of it as well. Really? Oh yeah, I, I live between Park, I live in right? Highland Park. I live between like Fig and York on Avenue Fifty Seven. Oh, York, that's where I did Fig my printing when I worked in Pasadena. You know, oh man, I don't know how to turn the sound off. It doesn't matter. Um, okay, so okay, so here's what I like about this song. This whole album, Habits and Contradictions, is kind of a dark album overall. He talks a lot about um, the history of, like, gang culture in L.A. Um, you know, um, Schoolboy Q kind of comes out the gate, and you kind of know he's, like, the real deal in a way. Um, he's got, like, uh, stupid face tattoos. I mean, you know, if you got, he's a, got stupid a stupid face in general. Well, and he's not a pretty boy. You know what I mean? I mean, for what it's worth, Schoolboy Q has got kind of a fat face. And I love him. He's a great rapper. doesn't affect the way I feel about him at all. But you know he's not one of those, like, pretty-ass, like, Hollywood rappers, which is kind of cool. Shit. I don't even know what else to say about this song. I love it. I love the fact, the sample where it, like, breaks, where it's like, boom. 
you know, like that weird noise. That noise is. Hold on, let me let me play just. Okay, second. hold on. I, I I do see one thing I'd like to debate in this song. Yeah, it says, ahead. "On fig we see it, we need it, we want it, we get it. It's storming, <laughs> it's snowing." It's flooding. We still out here thugging. It's really never storming, snowing, or flooding on Fig. Yeah. The thing is, is that he probably doesn't know the song, It Doesn't Rain in Southern California. Because, no, it obviously doesn't snow either. No, that's just like what the, the like postman's motto is. So this is actually an ode to the U.S. Postal Service. The U.S. Postal Service, yes. Yeah, I like US. wish you had started with that, because if I had known this was a pump-up jam for postal workers across the country, then I would have definitely taken a different... And, Mary, here's your vocab word. Your, I've been teaching Mary Ebonics slowly. <laughs> <laughs> Drive to pussy more than I do to church. No AC, but the heater work. Merk! So, Mary, what do you think that means? No AC, but the heater work. I'm curious what so, Mary knows what that means. No AC, but the heater works. The so things are heating up. No. A heater is a gun. Oh, okay. And he's getting ready to murk because murk is wreaking havoc. Yeah. And, and doing crimes. Like, recently Dave asked me to prove his loyalty to him by... Um, by straight murking. By, by doing some murking. He wanted me to slash someone's tires. You gotta prove your love somehow. And uh, you know what? I just didn't have the right weaponry to complete it. I went to a, <laughs> I went to a convenience store and I bought like a, a Swiss Army knife that you could also use to open it was a not wine a Swiss bottle. Army knife. It was straight up a wine bottle opener, <laughs> so and it wild. had the little blade on the side that you used to cut the plastic to open up the cork. <laughs> I tried to. That's Sky- what Mary thinks a weapon is. That's how soft I tried, you are. I tried to Skype Dave you're, in. You're from Rogers Park, for Christ's sakes. Yeah, it's been a long time since I grew up there. Yeah, I know. We're about 20 years past my Rogers Park days. Okay, well, all you right. Let's find let's it keep doing. Time. Let's keep doing these songs. All right, so uh, Mary, this is uh, this is me. Track. This is me. I asked you the other day to give me five major things that you are willing to. Oh, I like intros. And I risk everything that I got just to make sure y'all get it that I'm so different. I don't have to fit in. What the fuck is that? Power! Spirit! Healing! No limits, no limits. I said power! Healing! Healing! That's no limits, that's no limits. I'm all about love. It's energy focus, the energy focus. That is No Limits by Angel Hayes, and that just dropped in July, I believe that is, uh, I think that's just a single. I think that's just a single release. So why does this song pump you up, Mary? 
Um, this is one of her newest tracks. I just spotted spotted that it came out, and uh, there it's like a total empowerment song. Like if we go, if you scroll up the lyrics a little bit, like she talks about, you know, what are like five things that you're willing to let go of in order to claim victory over your life. You know, that's, that's how the fucking song starts. I mean, this is like the ultimate self-help empowerment, but it's also Angel Hayes, who the baddest bitch, one of my favorite female rappers out there. Oh, well, she, yeah. I'm just going to say my favorite rappers. I'm not even going to fucking clarify with female. She's, speaking of fast, she can flow. Yes. Like Cardi B, all these other people that everybody's loving right now, they, nothing. They got nothing on Angel Hayes. And she's been so slapped upon. Do you know what I mean? It's insane. It's because, it's like, I don't know if she doesn't have that mainstream marketability that some of these other girls have. Because she's not going out there getting her tits done and her lips done. And, I mean... Well, there's there's other shit, too. I mean, she, she kind of picked a lot of fights with people when she was on her come up. Who was that girl that she was affiliated with? She and uh, Krayshawn and... Um, God, what was that other bitch's name? Um, uh, two one two. Two one two. Girl. Two one two on the uptown. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know so, what? Um, I I liked her for a while too. Let me let me remember but, okay, again so, her name. I'm I'm gonna look it up real quick. While you're looking it up, I'll say this: Angel Hayes' diss track on her, which is not on Spotify. You have to go to like um. One of the other Azalea like, Banks, Azalea Banks, Azalea Banks. Thank you. So her Angel Hayes' diss song on Azalea Banks. Um. I think it's called, uh, shit. Damn it. I can't remember what it's called. It begins with a little notorious B.I.G. quote. And, uh, that song is. I'll just play that song. She's uh, also, Azalea Banks. Angel Hayes song is called. So, so that diss track is the shit. I mean, her rapping on that is insane. Uh, you know, she's from Detroit, which I love. She grew up in a cult, which is pretty interesting, which is why I think this little intro uh, thing where she's like, uh, give up five things that you're willing to let go in order to claim your victory over your life. I mean, like, think about it. Like, she was in a fucking cult. You know what I mean? Like, she probably heard this shit every day. Is it On the Edge? On the Edge, yeah. Here, I'm going to play a little play piece a little of it. On the Edge. I'm about to play it on... Oh, here we go. This is on YouTube. You're you're listening to it. YouTube? (laughs) That's, That's Biggie. It's crazy that this has, like, less than 500,000 views, man. talking about Eminem's flow like her flow is un- unstoppable it's crazy yeah she's a great rapper she has, some, I highly she has one of the best flows for yeah, sure she's, she's she's got a great flow it's so oh. underappreciated I mean damn but this I mean this this track like for her it's definitely 
a, a move of empowerment. It just came out in July. So it looks like she's going to be dropping something pretty like, an, I'm guessing she's going to be dropping a whole new album soon. We'll see what happens. You know, maybe she'll talk some shit. And... I think that this though, I think from just this release, it's kind of like she's going a different direction. I think that, that this song is a kind of a signal. We'll see. In, in a new way. Because she's only released, she's only released like singles in the last couple of years. I know she's really look. She's she's like like any rapper who kind of got their start from the internet. You know, it can it tends to be very single driven. Like we were talking about Ugly God, right? Ugly God's mixtape is essentially all of his YouTube videos put on one album. You know. Yeah. That's kind of the way a lot of these internet rappers do. Fuck Ugly God. Um, we'll listen later. It's a great song. All right, so this is let's let's get it let's get up going with your next track. <laughs> Greatest story ever told. Um, we let that one play for a little bit longer than we had anticipated because you cannot find the lyrics. We like to pull up the lyrics when we're um, looking at the songs here. And uh, I, fr- I actually was remembering this. Uh, when I got into this album, and I think it was like 2009 that it came out, um, it, there's just this album got like almost no press. And David Banner was like a big musician. I mean, he had fucking, uh, first of all, almost any David Banner song could be on here. The last track of this album, Faith, I almost put that one. Um, What's that one where he's uh, uh, like a pimp? You love David Banner. I love David Banner. And now he's a cuckoo crazy, like religious kind of black nationalist kind of guy. And that's unfortunate. Your love for David Banner is so fascinating to me. Why? Why is it so I just, I knew you'd have a David Banner track on here because every time we do something with even some slight emotion, you just, you love how legit he is. But David Banner is such a just personification of a creepy ass anti-hero. How so? 
Well, he's got the like stalking ex girlfriends track. No, 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 that's not him. That's um, what's his face? That's the dude from. Dave Banner talks about beating a girl or something. Yeah, no. David Banner talks yes. about beating. No, 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 no. David Banner would never do that to my young, empowered sisters. Okay. No, you, come you, on, you David. Got it twisted. That's you no, I, I, I don't Gates. have it twisted. That's There's what a, you're thinking of. Who? David Banner does not have songs like that. Who am I thinking of? Kevin then? Gates. You're thinking of Kevin Gates. Oh shit! You're right. Yeah, David Banner. He's you're from right. The I th- I just confused David Banner with Kevin Gates. I was gonna be like, David. You want to dwell on this anymore? Okay. So David Banner. He's a rapper <laughs> from Mississippi. I love rappers from Mississippi. He's the godfather of Mississippi rap, as far as I can tell. What? I'm sorry for confusing them. I'm still dwelling. I did want to dwell yeah. more. I mean, look, they're both from the Dirty South. Um, David Banner, when we first started dating, I put on David Banner's new album, The God David Fox. Banner, David Banner. What's that one? That's, well, that's all of them. That's his production tag. Well, I feel like that's all I can remember for most of his songs, is just him going, David Banner. Well, like, okay, so he's a producer, too, right? And he produced Rubber Band Man, T.I., and that begins with David, David, David Banner. Which is actually, fun fact, David Banner is the name of Bruce Banner in the Hulk TV show. And so David Banner actually pulled that clip from the TV show. Not, not that you would give a shit about that. but Nope. I just love, too, what I really like about this song, though, is he's like, this is for everyone from all the small towns, everyone that's been looked over. You've been struggling all your life. And it's like, okay, but you did this song with Jim Jones, a rapper from Manhattan, which is like sort of the antithesis of a small town. Yep. All right, Mary. <laughs> I'm being a butt. All right, so uh, Mary. I've got next... one more song. This is my last track. This is Mary's last song. But uh, we've got a few. I've got a few honorable mentions. I threw up on the playlist for for the peoples to listen to. track on here. What album's that from, Dave? Say that again? What album's that off of? Jesus. Jesus. That's right. Uh, we needed a Kanye track. I debated lots of different Kanye tracks. Everything I Am um, was potentially a song I thought about putting here. But I just really felt like listening to Hold My Liquor. That was that was one that pumped me up today. How does that pump you up? I feel like Hold My Liquor... I don't know, just the beat. It's really not so much the lyrics in it, but just that deep bass. Yeah. Boom, 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 boom. And then boom, like when it finally hits, boom, 
pew, gets the back of the corner. Pew. Yeah, the, uh, the production on this is really great. Um, I was listening to um, Bus Driver on a podcast, and he was saying that the production for this album, essentially, Kanye just... Shit, I'm sorry. That's all right. Love that song. Kanye, I'm, I'm gonna put that on as a. It was this is Travis Scott had just kind of blown up on the mixtape scene with uh, Owl King, Owl Pharaoh. It doesn't matter. Um, and Kanye kind of aped the style a little bit. And I, I think Travis Scott actually is like sort of like an in-house producer of this album or something like that. But this is, you know, the best way that that style has been done. And this is a pump-up track. I mean, this is like, yeah, I'm a bad guy. You know what it makes me think of? Scarface. Like, say hello to the bad guy. Like, that's what it is. Right, right. Like, this isn't, like, a nice pump-up. Like, when I was thinking everything I am, I'm like, that's also, like, another empowerment track. And I already got my Angel Hayes one on here. This is just kind of like, oh, that's back of my, yeah. It's the same reason I put fuck you hoes. It's a much, very much so a like fuck you pump up song. Right. And that's how I feel about hold my liquor too. And then there's also kind of this idea of like, and I know when he's talking about hold my liquor, he's just like, ah, I can't handle my drinking. Like I get a little crazy. I get crazy when I'm drunk. But I also kind of like the thought and I think ultimately songs are for people to interpret however they want. Like I could just like hand my liquor over to someone else. Like here, hold my cup. I'm about to get. Nasty. <laughs> Man, yeah. I'm really bad with language today. We are crashing. All we've eaten is carbs. Yeah, it's we a just real, ate real some problem, hot dogs. guys. Start with more with leftover pizza, then moved on to a Polish. And then we're gonna eat new pizza. Oh man, everything about that is wrong. I know, I know. You're you're expecting a kid. I'm just getting fat over here, by the way. Yeah, I don't have a like, human living inside of me taking some of this. Right, but I, I need to be I need to get a vegetable up in here today. No, you're going to be... We're, we're, did you ever have friends when you were a kid? Did, did I ever? I know. I mean, the answer is already no. I never had friends. So. Oh, you never had friends? Okay. <laughs> so you could just cut that question short. No, what, what were you going to ask? I was going to say the friends whose parents just fed them like... Uh, garbage. Garbage all the time. Yeah, dude. I remember I go over to people's places that have like cupboard full of Oreos, like 30 packs of different fucking Frito-Lays chips, like eight different sodas. They got yeah. soda by the can, soda by the liter. When my so when my parents when when we were like poor when I was a kid we ate we ate like that we ate like McDonald's at least once a week we ate a lot of zebra cakes and bologna oh, and that shit stuff like that is so shitty and that was like when when they started to make a little bit of money and uh, that's when all that changed and, and, and like pop though I never drank pop I never drank pop pop's disgusting Fuck I mean that's pop. listen if I were drinking pop I'd be, have gained like sixty pounds by now in this pregnancy. I know. If you if you're if you're listening to this and you're like, I'm addicted to pop, you're a fucking loser. Like either okay, get addicted listen. to something for real or stop using a crutch that is giving you cancer. All right, and I'm gonna take a I'm gonna take a different cigarettes. approach than Dave. There is no good pop. Diet Coke is worse for you than regular Coke. It makes your legs look like a old biker's face. Okay, okay. You know what just lay off. Start, go to LaCroix. It's a really nice uh, zero calories, zero sweetener alternative. From Warren, Michigan. <laughs> My Aunt Peggy used to live there. Alright, shout out to Dave's Aunt Peggy. She could not make it to our wedding, but she's still a fine lady. Moving on. So um, <laughs> We got one more track. Are you yeah. going to play us out? Yeah, so this is, this was actually, so this was a crazy pump, this song I'm going to play. 
We began with a Kendrick song. We're going to end with a Kendrick song. This song is the song I was listening to when I went in for brain surgery. So I'm, I'm in the back of my parents' car being driven to the hospital. It's like dark out. It's like 5 in the morning or something like that. And um, I'm just listening to uh, um, section, uh, section 80, the Kendrick Lamar album, which because of that, that's my favorite album. I have like an emotional connection to it. And um, right as I was going in, the last song I listened to was Ronald Reagan era. And that will always kind of, kind of be special to me. That song will always be special to me for that reason, because I was going to go and they're going to put me under. I didn't know if I was going to ever wake up. You know what I mean? This could have been the last song I ever heard. And uh, I like it a lot. And some lyrics are a little cheesy, but uh, obviously I'm going to look past that. And Kendrick's the king of pump up, so I think it's a good song to play us off on. So uh, before we go, um, also I'm glad you're alive, Dave. Oh, hey, thanks. Um, you know, follow our playlists on Spotify. Come on, you can, follow uh, them. Some of you guys are listening to them. You're not really clicking follow. Just a little click. Let us know you're out there. Yeah, it mean up. a lot to me. It mean a lot to my baby because if there's <laughs> one thing you could get me on my registry, it's just a little follow on Spotify. I'd love that. Yeah. All right, well, follow us on Spotify. Listen to the Palm Pilots. It's my other podcast. Hey, Dave, what the fuck? Oh, you can't cross-promote? I didn't. I never said you could cross-promote on here. Oh, shit. All right, well. I all right, listen to the Palm Pilots. It's a lot about it. You're on it all the time. I don't know. It's about porn and stuff. Mostly I'm a voice no one can attribute back to me. Well, half the time you hear a voice, even if it's supposed to be a man, it's Mary doing the voice. <laughs> I could all go right. deep. Oh. I'm going to play it. Uh, See you guys. Later. Stop playing. Hold on. Let's try again. Oop, wrong track. Well, I knew we were going to have one error, (laughs) and it had to be with the last song. And... Hold on. Yeah, we've got we've got different methods of getting this to go. Look, it doesn't change how great the song is, or how great this podcast is. Aren't you just impressed week after week? Here we go. Here we go. Adios, people. This show has been brought to you by Machine Culture.